0: The next level loan officers podcast to learn more about next level loan officers go to becomenl.com. hello hello everyone welcome to next level loan officers podcast the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers in existence in the universe thank you for joining us today I am Sean Zalmanoff uh, you may have heard my voice before you may be watching us on YouTube and seeing us as well too uh, today, I'm joined by Matt Brady. Uh, This is Tom Brady's younger, more handsome, more talented uh, brother. Um, You know, you kind of do look like Tom Brady a little bit, actually. There'd be worse things to be compared to than the greatest quarterback of all time. Exactly. Um, No, no, there's no relation there. Is there, Matt? No, No, no. Okay. It'd be cool if there
1: was. I'm a Giants right? fan, so you know I'm happy we beat them twice in the Super Bowl. So that's that's good.
0: Man i I, I was so happy that they did not. The Patriots did not get the undefeated undefeated season. Like oh, yeah. that, that was, I was a big Giants fan that day. That was the that was David Tyree's catch oh, against yeah. his head, wasn't it?
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, Hey friends. Uh, so if you want to find out a little bit about next level loan officers, you can go to become NL.com. Um, man, we are uh, a few weeks away from our mastermind in Vegas, Matt. I'm excited to see you there. And, uh, dude, I, I'm just excited for you to share with us your business. Uh, mm-hmm. almost nobody I've ever met in the mortgage industry industry in a year and a half has scaled their business as quickly um as you have so uh mean, pat yourself on the back a little bit because you you deserve it so you got licensed towards the end of 2020
1: correct
0: and you just like started out of the gate closing eight loans a month basically
1: uh, i was in a good situation so uh I was a I did re- I was a realtor before I got into it, but now it was a part-time realtor. So for the past 10 years, I was a full-time firefighter. And being a firefighter, you have a lot of free time. So I've always ran businesses. I ran personal training business. I've ran a clean eats cafe. Me and my dad still own that. And then I always like to stay busy and do something else. So my fiance was like, she's a realtor, so she's like, get your real estate license. So I got my real estate license and did that for about a year and a half. And it re- really wasn't, you know, clicking, you know, it just wasn't a good fit. So then I was just training one of my buddies who's a lawn officer. And he was like, well, you should just get your license, let your fiance do the real estate side and you do the lending side. And it just clicked from there. And we, uh, I got licensed in August and I was recruiting, you know, interviewing places and the guys that actually, did the mortgage on my previous on my house that I had now reached out to me to do a refinance and I was like hey I actually just got my license and they were like why don't you just come work for us get paid to do your loan and then you know keep going from there so once I got in um I was in one coaching program before I got next level and uh you know it was just trying to get my name out there so I got aggressive. I worked and came up with this script for texting and Facebook. And I went through everyone on my phone. And luckily, it was a good time to get started as a loan officer because it was the middle of the refi. you know, so it was a good time to get started. And uh, so I went through everyone on my phone, everyone on Facebook. My fiance went through her phone, her Facebook. And from September until December, I closed like 31 loans. For like nine million dollars all refis but it got me practicing 1003s working applications working out different scenarios and i was still talking to realtors through that whole time and that would be my biggest tip to new lo's is don't be afraid to talk to realtors you went through the class you're learning read your guidelines you already want no more than most people just from you know being proactive with your research and stuff wait read
0: your guidelines (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> new loan officers still read guidelines. Oh, what well, ones that close as much business as you do, I guess.
1: So, yeah. So, um, even though during that refi boom, you know, I think I started with you guys in October or November and I remember one of the big things you guys were talking about is yes, this is, this is a good time to be in, but you don't want to build your business on refis because now you're dealing with what we're dealing with right now, a, a rising rate market. And, you know, if you don't have the right strategies for debt consolidation and stuff like that, where you can still get the refis, you still want to build your business on purchase business.
0: I remember the corner of the hotel bar that we were having this conversation at in Fort
1: Lauderdale. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So that was my first mastermind event. Um, Actually, when I got started is when you guys had the pods and then I missed the first mastermind that I had, but I haven't missed one since. So, you know, they're real. I'm sure we'll go into the masterminds and. I went to my first live last week in San Diego. So I brought my team there. Uh, So fast forward to 2021, just focusing on building processes, uh, building my real relationships. I closed. So my first full year was 72 loans for $21 million. Um, And I would say out of the 72, uh, 60 were purchased. So, still had a few refis, but most so your sick- first thirty-one loans you closed out of the gate all refis. Yeah, and then you close
0: seventy-two loans in in two thousand and twenty-one. Your first full year in the business, mm-hmm. and sixty or sixty-one? Did you say sixty? S- sixty of seventy-two. Man, that that's a that's an epic shift.
1: Yeah, and wow. it's, it's working right now because you know we. I have set under contract closing in March, I'll be at 6 million by, you know, the end of March. So still coming out strong this year, you know, and I think it's all building on each other, you know, building, not having, you know, thinking the next month or the month ahead, because the work you do now in March is going to come to pay dirt in May or June. You know, it's not a direct thing that the work you do now is going to be seen a week from now. But you're laying the foundation two months out, three months out. You know that, man, that
0: that's the number one thing. And and I have uh um when, when just talking to people in next level and I happen to have a couple offices in Maine mm-hmm. and like you know, nobody's had a normal market. You don't even know what a normal well, now you know what a normal market is, but I mean like it hasn't been a normal market in two years. And one of the great things that that we need to have as loan off is just short-term memory, but all of a sudden it's like, man, well, it's a challenging winter it's like well yeah i mean you know you got rates going up fortunately home demand is doing nothing but increasing um i mean it'd be nice if it leveled off a little bit more but uh, but home demands there and it's like you know, people in maine they just don't list their houses until like snow melts and they got a good another month be- before that happens well yeah. you measure yourself uh you know the the atms that you know we'll talk about what some of your biggest atms are your actions that matter you know right now how many apps are you taking I mean, if you're taking a lot of apps right now, you're going to have a lot of contracts uh, in the future as as long as those are good, well qualified applications that that you're taking and putting in place. And it is, uh, man, it's it's just, it's the name of the game. And, you know, for all of us on this call who have been in mortgages for, you know, greater than three years, you know, this is just kind of the ebb and flow. You know, we're really fortunate that. The price elasticity, the mortgage rate elasticity, uh, has not even uh, done anything to move the needle for borrowers. You know, like typically, if rates go up a point, like you know, market grinds to to a halt for at least a short period. There hasn't been any of that. And um, you're you're now, Matt. I mean, if if I may share, uh, you you're now a retired. Firemen because of the mortgage industry. Mm-hmm. So and because you want to get married and have kids, and then there's the, yeah. those strings attached to
1: it too, right? So one thing I wanted to hit on where you talked about the daily actions that matter. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast, and they said try to get your four points a day. So that's what I, you know, tell myself and my team to do. So your four points a day um, is you got one point for having a good conversation. You get two points for getting an application. You get three points for getting a a loan under contract. And you get four points for getting paid. So if you shoot to get those four points a day, no matter what way they fall into it, you're going to be a successful loan officer because you're being proactive with your work. So I think that's a a real simple way of, hey, strive for four points a day, however you have to do it.
0: It, uh, That's... The number one thing, like I wish that I would have joined it. So January 2nd of this year was my 20 year anniversary in mortgages. And I mean, the first seven or eight years, it was just Groundhog's Day. Um, You know, somebody asked me, it's like, well, I've been in the business for 20 years, but I have about 13 years of experience. Because my my first seven or eight years, I just did the same thing over and over. I mean, I, I continued to close more loans out of. Um, I just working harder than everyone else and dumb luck of not going away, but man, it would have, uh, it would have been really game changing to, have, be in a coaching program right at the beginning of my career yeah. in, uh, in 2002 kudos to you, uh, for, for doing that. And, you know, like Matt said, I mean, he, he joined another, uh, coaching program before, I'm biased, of course, I believe next level is, is the best. And again, you can go to become NL.com, uh, to, to find out more for yourself. There, there is nobody I can guarantee you that delivers, uh, as much value as we have, we do for $197 a month for the minimum payment, uh, that we take. But Hey, you know what? If, if we're not the fit for you, that's great too. go find your fit. Cause when you find your tribe of people, you win, um, and, and so and I now, think man, oh, the big difference
1: I want to just say with people on the fence is, you know, the the thing with next level is the group of people that's in there from your Alan Christensen's to your Sean Richards. Uh, it's just what they share in the group, especially being a lo- new loan officer. Like whenever someone posts something, I put it into my bag of tricks like Alan's bomb bomb videos. Sean's home buyer playbook. Well, I, well, it was his realtor playbook, I think, and I've turned it into a realtor playbook and a home buyer playbook that we now send out to people. Um, I believe you had a guy, Ryan, uh, who did the, I think that was in Fort Lauderdale. I started my home buyer Facebook group, you know, it's got like 80 people in it that I've never met before, but it's still, Hey, a way to put content out there. And, do that. And then Sean's 12 week realtor, you know, reach out campaign of how he follows up and stuff like that. You're always learning something. And the crazy thing was like in Dallas, how many loan officers were there within a 10 mile radius of each other competition? And they're all sharing ideas on how to grow your business. So it's more of an abundance mindset in next level that there's enough business for everyone. And we just want to make each other better.
0: Yeah. I mean, just whatever your group you're in. I mean, you know, um, you didn't say my name at all inside of there. I, I thought I thought I made things different, but it's OK. Um, the uh, but but the, we, we kid around all the time. But, you know, the, the power is in the group. Whatever you join, like, you know, you get out what you put in. And if you join something and expect results and don't do anything, um, well, you're not going to get anything out of it. And you know what? There's only one person you can ever blame for that. and And, and that's yourself. Like you said, you missed the first mastermind and uh, and you you haven't missed one since because of the power being inside of the group. And you know you were talking about your ATMs. And so somebody is thinking, man, wait, I just meetings, apps, make sure I get paid. Matt, it's it's just too simple. but you know the the thing is is that the ATMs, when you break down what works for you, whether it's Matt's point scale, or anything else that you want to do, you just have a set amount of meetings you're doing a week, a set amount of calls you're doing the week. Uh, the week technology that you're teaching hello to, loan, uh, to um, uh, your real estate partners cool. each week. And if you just do that and you do it more than everybody else, which means like you do it once or twice a week, you know yeah. you win. And it's just it is that simple. Like we we don't we aren't in that hard of an industry. It's going to be a different year. It's going to be a more challenging year. We're going to have more competitive offers. We have less inventory. We have rising rates. And so you got all those chop shop mortgage guys who, you know, it was raining refis, man. Now they're buying trigger leads. I mean, I think every person we pull a new uh, uh, purchase app on gets like 97 calls in the first three hours from uh, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian selling their information. Just the things that that you have to to deal with in order to win today, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's maximizing that. You know, we're we're past the days where uh, you're just a loan officer. And I'm new, and I'm talking like I've been here. But from what I've learned and talking to people, you can't be an order taker anymore. You can't get a lead from a realtor partner somewhere online, send them an application link, send them a PDF pre approval, and then wait for them to reach out to you when they get under contract. You know, because someone in next level near your town, they're probably going to take the, that lead from you then eventually because of the customer service you got to build out.
0: It is. I mean, we, we all hate the robo call centers. I mean, none of us are a big fan of, you know, those companies that spend a gazillion dollars on Super Bowl ads or, um, you know, worse.com or, or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's out there that, uh, uh, you guys caught my joke there, I hope. Um, and you know, like they're, th- those people are order takers and that's yeah. all they are. They're order takers with better advertising than what you have. Mm-hmm. And so y- if you don't like them, you can't compete on their level. And, and if you compete on their level, you're doing what Matt said. You're, you're taking a simple application. You're, uh, Waiting for the, the phone to ring and you didn't provide any value. Educate your borrowers, educate your realtors with whatever it is you want to do. You know, we recently did a podcast with a company called Lender Lender Logics, who's got this really cool quick qual software. And we uh we've incorporated that here in, in my team with our five thousand dollar guarantee that we do. And so all of these things are programmed in on demand. Uh for our realtors and, and for our borrowers that they can print themselves. So um or save as a PDF so that so it's Thursday night at nine o'clock. They don't need to call me. They can go right on their app and do it. Sunday at noon and with my family doing whatever I want to do, I just go right on their app and, and do that. And that's where you can put the technology with the service. Mm-hmm. This
1: one is Mortgage Coach right now because I follow a lot of Dave Savage's training. They do a lot of training over there. And one of the ones I picked up recently is the all-in-one pre-approval you put in Mortgage Coach where, you know, I did this for someone yesterday. It was like, here is the price you put on your application. Here's your max value. Here's your good rate here's your best rate, and here's an adjustable arm with rates going up, arms are coming back into the picture now. So basically, I'm letting them choose between me. Instead of shopping me with someone else, now they're shopping what's on that sheet of what option they want to go with by giving them those options where they don't have to go to an outside party.
0: Yep. Mortgage Coach, if you guys are are using it and and really you should be using it. It's a, it's a great tool um, that they, they have one of the most robust YouTube channels of free training. Uh, some uh, stellar originators across the country who are just closing a, a ton of business on there that they have good stuff. So Matt, one other thing um, that we're doing using mortgage coach uh, for all of our teams right now is, you know, I mean, I don't know what, what are, what are rates today? They bounce it around four and a quarter,
1: maybe. Uh, yeah, they uh, they just took a doo-doo today with Jerome Powell. <laughs> and He'd prefer the 25 over the 50 basis points because they can't fight inflation as well with that. <laughs> so I think they dropped 72 bips.
0: Oh, damn yep. Russia. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the um, – Oh, so, uh, you know, so let's say just rates are four and a quarter, man. Well, you know, it, it wasn't a few months ago that they were in the twos or, you know, low, low threes. So you're up a point on some borrowers. I know none of y'all listen to this podcast, but some loan officers, um, interest rates are a point higher since the last time they talked to a bar where they pre-approved last year. And, uh, if, if that's the case. Matt calls me, and hey man, I'll, dude, you got this house under contract? Oh great, man! I know I haven't called you in four months, but I'm really glad you thought of me. And uh, hey, dude, uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, you ready to lock in that that three and a quarter? Um, no, uh, yeah, no, it's four and a quarter today, dude. Matt is going to think I'm a snake oil salesman. I'm a scoundrel how could they dare raise my, you know, bait and switch me. It's like bait and switch, man. I, I You jumped on the hook and called me, man. I wasn't even going to call you. Um, but then they're going to call somebody else. And, and that person's going to give them the same rate or yeah. maybe they're going to give me eighth of a point less or a hundred dollars less in costs. And so you just lost a client. So what we've done with the same thing, I, I, I love what mortgage coach teaches about giving people different options. So, They're shopping against products against just with you versus others. So we have gone and refreshed everybody's mortgage coaches, all of our TBD approvals, all of our people who have raised their hand and we're the ones delivering the news. So, man, just in case it happens to be in a, in a few days and uh, they get their offer accepted. We've taken the shock of, oh shit, rates are up a point. Damn. Okay. So now they can, instead of going and calling somebody, they can go to Google. Oh yeah, man, they, they are up. All right, cool. Sean, I appreciate letting me know that. And yeah. so that's something that every single person should be doing. If you should do it through mortgage coach, if you don't have mortgage coach, you should at least be calling and talking. You don't
1: them. have to change the link either. Just be like, Hey, go recheck your mortgage coach. Yeah. I updated it with the market and you can do a video and just tell them on the video, Why, hey, because of whatever, I just want you to be up to date, you know. And another thing that I started doing with mortgage coach is showing here's where rates are today, here's where they were, here's where they could be going. So, and let them see the payment, the monthly payment difference to where, you know, they're they're more prepared for that conversation. You're letting them know up front, hey. With how rates are going now, I want you to be prepared and comfortable. Whether rates improve, whether rates get worse, you're still comfortable around that ballpark monthly payment.
0: All right. So I want to give you all listening today. You know, we're we're bumping up on time. We don't like to we like to keep these short and sweet. So uh you can listen to these on your drives to and from work. But but in this same vein, I want to uh tell you what we're coaching realtors to say right now. Cause guess what? They don't know what to tell clients and people sitting on the fence. And so for listings, so listings are at a premium. I was telling you about our offices in Maine and that like, you know, everybody's like, well, wait until it, it sells, wait until it thaws. It's like, dude, sell it now because there's no inventory and they'll pay even more than they're going to pay in, in, in the springtime, which is counter to, to what people believe in normal markets, as we say. So what we're having, telling all our realtors to say is being like, hey, listen, rates have jumped over a point in a very short time um Mr person who is going to list your house like the crazy thing is usually when this happens there's a contraction in the real estate market and it hasn't happened at all there's no sense there hasn't been very, almost any sensitivity to rates from borrowers now i think the housing market's going to be strong but i can get more for your house today than i've ever been able to get for your house i can't guarantee that in the future so If you list today, I can make some pretty strong guarantees for what your house is going to sell at. I think you're going to be fine in three months from now. Can't promise anything. And so use the scarcity mentality. Teach them to do what the media and everybody else doesn't. I mean, granted, I think in three months they're going to get as much or more for their house. It's going to be just fine. But we don't have a crystal ball and we can't predict that. And there's nothing that I said in that statement that's not true so help them help themselves get people off fence you'll close more loans they'll love you more matt anything else that uh you want to tell your adoring new fans on our next level podcast
1: uh you know just what one not what's a 197 199 a month you know yeah
0: yeah something like that
1: it's like you're going to get so much out of it you know you you get one idea to close one loan and you can pay for a year of the coaching program, you know, and like I said, I get as much out of the people in the group as you get out of the coaches. So it's a strong group of people in that group, you know, and if you want more book one-on-one calls with people, you know, uh, there there's always something going on. They do a lot of live events. They do a lot of stuff. You get, coaching calls twice a week you know i just just, you get so much out of it and structure and i just i I don't think i don't think you can do i've always had a coach no matter what business i was in no matter what i did and you know even the best athletes in the world have trainers so even if you feel like you're really good at this you know you can always still need the accountability or some fresh ideas with what's going on you know and I guess that's what I have
0: to say about that. Well, I was going to ask you to say something about yourself. Thank you for <laughs> saying things about us. And again, go to NL, uh, dot com to find out more information. Matt, you're growing a pretty uh, amazing business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you re- recently opened up your own branch. Um, uh, I don't think we said where in, Car- in uh, the Carolinas you're at. So, man, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, uh you know, uh, don't give your cell phone number on here because the recruiters will. Um, but then uh, t- tell somebody how to look you up and uh, and how you could help another loan officer right now, yeah, too.
1: Definitely. Uh, I'm in, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. I live right across the border in South Carolina. So, Carolina is where a lot of my business comes from. That's where I came with the Carolina Mortgage Coach. Uh, that's my website, CarolinaMortgageCoach.com. Uh, Instagram's Carolina Mortgage Coach, Matt um Facebook's uh actually my name, Matthew Brady. So reach out for any questions. Like I, like Sean said, uh, I opened a branch in August. I have five LOs that work for me. Uh three of them are firefighters. So um, you know, we're growing and the biggest thing I can tell a new loan officer or even a loan officer doing now is you have to be proactive in your approach every day. You have to plan out your day. Um, you know, there, there's a mortgage coach talks about winning by noon. So are you setting up your day? You know, are you being proactive with your day or reactive? And you had to be proactive in this business instead of because you're going to have no family life if you're always reactive and you don't set boundaries. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's the most important thing I've learned as a new LO is setting boundaries in the beginning, because when you're a new LO, you're trying to keep everyone happy and do anything to get business. but when you don't have to, it makes a conversation. It changes when you have that, that mindset talking to a realtor, That Oh, Oh, I need your business. I need, I'll do whatever you want to, you're not going to be happy in that relationship. So, you know, set your boundaries, plan your week, plan your day and just take it from there.
0: Yeah. Be somebody's prize. You're the prize. Don't be their bitch. Yeah. There
1: you go. I said it.
0: (laughs) Um, all right, y'all, uh, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. I'm Sean Zalmanoff. Next Level one Officers podcast is the number one podcast for LOs by LOs. Peace out, y'all.
1: See you guys.